What's up, what's up, brothers and sisters? Today is January the 4th, 2023. This is season 12 on Rennell's Food for Thought pod radio cast. Brothers and sisters, it's good to be back. First of all, in the sporting world, I just want to wish our brother who played for the, who played, who played, I'm sorry, who plays for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking for something, brothers and sisters. It's always something. Even with the beginning of season 12, we're starting off. Okay. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to do a little sporting news just for a second. I just want to give a shout out to Dan Marr. Hamlin, the brother who got hurt in the football game with the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. His name is Danmar Hamlin. He played safety for the Buffalo Bills and he was hurt. Actually, he went into a cardiac arrest on the field after he made a hit on one of the players on the Cincinnati Bengals. From what I understand, as of today, our brother is showing better breathing as far as uh, on his own, according to some reports I heard earlier. He's showing improvement in his breathing. Breathing, I'm sorry. Thank God for that. Now, brothers and sisters. Today, I want to talk about, but I just had to give out a shout out to our brother. It's a big story. You know, uh, there's been a lot of things that's been missaid in the press or said in the press that shouldn't have been said. False tweets here and there. Crazy tweets. I'm sorry, tweets. All kind of stuff. More compassion is needed amongst people, period. All over the world. Not just in sports, but all over the world. Now, a thing I wanted to talk about which I feel is very important. I got the hiccups. And it's called false prophets. False prophets. That's one thing that is really, really becoming like an epidemic. I titled this particular podcast, God's Business is Business false prophets exposed God's business is business false prophets exposed now when you look at all of this brothers and sisters in religion a prophet is a person who's supposed to be giving the word of God to the point where it's a meaningful word. It's really meaningful because it's the way God wants us to live. But see, in today's reality, what is a false prophet? In religion, a false prophet is a person who falsely claims the gifts or prophecy or divine inspiration or to speak for God or who makes such claims for 
evil ends. That's the false prophet. And you have a lot of false prophets. Back in the day, we could take it back as early as the 30s and we can look at Brother Father Divine. Father Divine was a brother back in the day who was looked upon by some of his congregants as God. They looked upon him as God. Now this is Father Divine. This was back in the 30s. And then you go back to the 70s and you had Reverend Ike. Reverend Ike was a brother who spoke on basically money. 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 See, now you take these guys, Father Divine, you take uh, Reverend Ike, these brothers, very charismatic uh, pastors, preachers, or whatever you want to call them, speakers, really. Because anytime you start putting the word of God, people start taking these things. That's why people don't know anything today because they take these things as God said them. Because all you got to do is say, God said this. No, God never asked for money. God never asked for money. Jesus, the son of God, who we refer to as God, Go to your book. Read your Bible, brothers and sisters. Stop waiting for others to do things for you. These false prophets are exposed because one, Reverend Ike was a brother who constantly spoke on money. Prosperity. It's nothing about speaking on prosperity, but when you speak on prosperity, uh, the same with Brother Father Divine, when you speak on from, from the 30s all the way to the 70s, we're talking about 40-year run of people, not to mention the ones that's in between, the uh, 30s and the 70s, all the way up into the 80s and 90s, the 2000s, the 2000s, and whatever. But the thing about it, brothers and sisters, this is a problem that I have. If you want to speak on prosperity, don't use God as your reference. The word of God is for us to live a certain way. Prosperity is what man adds in his own sermons. Because see, when you add a sermon of prosperity, people will flock to it. Why? Because people love money. People want to be maybe not rich, but have a little bit more than what they have. And a lot of times they look to the church to be that buffer. But the church is not the buffer. Hard work is what gains you whatever type of wealth you're looking for only if you're putting in the proper work. I'm not talking about putting in the satanic rituals to try to get money to sell your soul to the devil. I'm talking about hard, natural work. If you're willing to put in the time and the effort, God will always bless you. And then you don't have to look over your shoulder of being blessed the natural, normal way as opposed to being blessed with some satanic so-called ritual to the point where you done sold your soul. So now you are obligated to do whatever your masses tell you. A lot of times we like to look at our rich people, millionaires, so-called billionaires, and we like to say, well, they're rich and they should do this. They should do that. No, no, they shouldn't. 
You should never have to look to no man or no woman in order to bless you. God will bless you if you believe and you follow the word the way the word is preached. The only person that I know is preaching the word the way the word is supposed to be preached is Pastor Geno Jennings. And a lot of people would say he's a false prophet. But no, he's not a false prophet. The reason why they'll call him a false prophet is because, see, prosperity is the key to success. And a lot of pastors are. And, and, and the Bible never said that. See, when you deviate from the scriptures, like a lot of these pastors do, when you deviate from the scriptures, basically, you're adding your own. Let me see. You're adding your own meaning to the scriptures. And you're changing the scripture. Why? It's because I can get more people. It's like if you look on any YouTube channel or any other podcast, look and see who has the most listeners. People who talk about what? Money or stars. Those are the podcasts. Those are the channels that get the most views. Because people are looking for something. Instead of looking to the word of God, they're looking for prosperity through what they assume as people who know what they're talking about. And you do have people who know what they're talking about. But then again, you have a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about. And they'll sell you anything because you're looking for something because you're not trusting in God, the Almighty, Jesus Christ. You're looking for a quick way to make a buck, a fast buck, to make a buck. Or basically, you're just looking and you're claiming and claiming that you're saved and you believe in Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't believe in Jesus Christ. They talk it, but they don't walk it. See, it's easy to say I'm a Christian. Give yourself a title. Another thing that I hate. One thing, another thing I'll be covering this season in season 12. Titles. I cover this, I believe it's season 10 when I talk about titles. I hate people who who go around. Because see, a title is all they have to live for is their title. Meaning, a lot of times their titles, they don't have no meaning. It's just a title. They don't put nothing behind that title, but just the title itself. Meaning that they want respect because of a title. A lot of these churches today, you have a lot of churches. I've done a, I've done a report in one of my, in my black religious class back in 1984. I think it was 84, 84. And I had to go to seven churches throughout that semester. And the same thing, you had some churches that were good and you had some, I wasn't into the church like that, but one thing I can always pick up was a phony. So I could always read a phony. And a lot of these churches were just what they were. You know, make people shout and jump up and down, get happy. But they wasn't really delivering any meat. See, the false prophet is delivering his meat. Spam. <laughs> call, we call it spam. Because he's telling you about money and ways to get it. One of our latest false prophets 
the brother down there in New York. We call that brother, what was it, Le, Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Bishop Lamar, Lamar Whitehead, whatever. Here's a brother, allegedly, allegedly, set up his own church to be robbed. Then claimed he lost million dollars worth of jewelry. I believe money and jewelry. And this was this year. No, I'm sorry. This was last year. And the sad thing about it, this brother has his church set up in a poor neighborhood. And his church, if you've seen the neighborhood, why would a brother want to drive a Rolls Royce wear a bunch of name brand, I believe they would, I don't know if they were tailor suits or whatever with all this uh, name brand and your wife to a church that's struggling to survive. You see, a lot of pastors will have you believe the reason why they have so much is because God has blessed them and you can have the same thing. But when you look at Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ didn't even have a place to live. He traveled. He slept where he could sleep. He really didn't have a place to live because the word is not meant for that. The word is meant for you to prosper, but the word is meant for you to prosper for yourself. It's not meant for you to go out there, scam people, lie to people just to get money. I remember back in 1995 when I had really got off into the church. And I was working with this female and she was telling me about, because you know, when, when you're new, people always want to tell you something as if you don't know. But I would say I had an excellent teacher. And then again, I have excellent judgment for myself. God has always given me that gift, excellent judgment. That's why it's easy for me to, 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 to spot out a con man or con woman. And the young lady was telling me about Double tithing. I'm like, double tithing? Well, first of all, anytime tithing is anytime you get paid, you're supposed to pay 10%. People do money, but back in the day, you know, they did other things. But people look at it today as money. So we'll just go with money. And she said, double tithing. We had this once a month. And I'm like, double tithing? I never heard that before. Well, you double your tithes. How can you double your tithes when a lot of times you barely have your tithes? And then you made to feel be uh, made to feel ashamed if you don't give what you're supposed to. That's not the teachings. That is not the that's the teachings of Christianity, Christian so-called pastors, preachers. But that's not the teachings in the book. Double tithing? See, it's all about money nowadays. That's why the brother down there in New York wearing all these expensive clothing and he doesn't even care because that's supposed to impress people. And see, a lot of times that impresses people. Brother Whitehead, Bishop Whitehead. See, everybody has a title. He's a bishop. He's a scammer, allegedly. 
And we'll just leave it at allegedly. You can do your own homework and figure it out for yourself. But a lot of these people, it's like down there in Georgia, these big churches down there in Georgia and Dallas. You know, all these people, money, profit. Everything's about prophecy. No, it's about money, profits. I'm sorry, not prophecy. It's about profits. I even, during the pandemic, where there was one of these major, a major, a big time named pastor. And he was talking about, even if you can't get to the church inside, leave your ties under the door. Really? A pandemic where people had lost their jobs. And this man was telling people to leave their ties under the door. Now they have made it easy for you. In a lot of places, you don't even have to bring money no more. You can just, what is, what is it? Uh, you can pay online. See how, they, how easy they made it to get your money? You can pay online. This is why these false prophets today are prospering while the congregants are still suffering. They're waiting. For their time to come in. And then what? Oh, when a special guest come, then it's always somebody else to come to the church, especially to the big churches, and you sow a seed. You have to sow a seed in order for God to hear your blessings. See, these are the lines that are being used throughout these churches today. I ain't going to just say the black church, but uh, mainly I am talking about the black church. But all of them do it. And it seems like we do it more at a greater, greater pace. Sow a seed so you could get your blessing that God has for you. So you got to sow the seed so you can get the blessing that God has for you. Meaning, if I don't sow the seed, I'm not going to get the blessing. And see, a lot of times people, this is what they're selling. And people are giving up their rent money. They're giving up money to feed their kids. They're giving up this, they're giving up that. Just to sow a special seed that ain't never going to happen. And then you wait and you wait and you wait. Your kids are hungry. uh, uh, The landlord's knocking on your door, but you don't have the money because you're waiting for that special uh, 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 (laughs) you wait wait for that special gift from God. And this is what they're selling to you people. And it's sad because it happens so much in the black communities. Every Sunday, the black communities are taking in I'd say millions of dollars, millions of dollars throughout the land, millions of dollars on your Sundays, offerings, tithes, special sowing gifts, special sowing seeds, millions of dollars. And then you look at your neighborhood because I don't say community. You look at your neighborhood. You don't see nothing in these neighborhoods where these so-called churches, black churches, are doing anything for the community. Okay, once a year they may give out some turkeys. Big deal. They may do a little something, have a a, a drive for the children so they can have back to school. It's good, but big deal. What about something that's year round? Not for September, what, August? Kids go back to school in August now. August, uh, November, and December. The three months? What about the rest of the year? What about the rest of the nine uh, nine months of the year? Where there's something that's concrete, like a 
a grocery store or a, a bank or a school or even a hospital, something that you can say, yes, this is what we have. But no, see, the false prophet wants that money to maintain a certain lifestyle. The bigger car I have, the best car I have, it says that I am prosperous. No, it says my church is prosperous and it takes care of me. That's what they want you to believe. And they try to impress. Because see, black folks like to impress people. Yes, other people, other pastors. One has to have a better car than the other. And see, this is this is things, uh, these are things that shouldn't be. But these are things that are happening. And they're going to continue to happen until people start to wake up and understand. One, you're not getting fed. What you're getting fed in these churches nowadays, brothers and sisters, you're getting a motivational speech. After that motivational speech wears off, say, once you leave church, or maybe as early as Monday, then you back to your same old dry self. You still not saved. See, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, that gets you saved that people think. But Father, Son, Holy Ghost, those are titles. The book of Acts already tells you in the name of Jesus. 238, the book of Acts. Not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's your, if you've been baptized Father, Son, Holy Ghost, you're not saved. No matter what your pastors say. They don't know the book. A lot of times they can't get you into uh, committing into that type of uh, uh, baptism. They're afraid of it. See, false prophets have always been. You just have to be on the lookout for them so you know. Because if you see them and that's all they talk about is money, you need to run. You don't need to have, you don't need to put your membership in there. Because you go to a church and all they do is talk about money. That's all they're going to talk about is money. They're not going to tell you how to live, how to treat your mate. Every now and then they may tell you how to treat your, I'm sorry, treat your mate, treat your spouse or whatever. Because see, when you're dealing with these false prophets, it's okay to fornicate. You can be in church, be a Christian, work in the usher board, work in the, uh, uh, be a, a choir member, do this, do that in a church. When you have sin on you, you should never be working in a church unless you're working on that sin. But if you constantly, if you living with your boyfriend, then you don't need to be working in no church. Because see, you're living with somebody that you're not married to. Now, a lot of this stuff may sound old school to you, but you know, it is old school because if you should be, if you're living together, you should be married. Not playing house, because that's all it is, is playing house. If you want to live with somebody, I don't I don't have people that I've known live together for X amount of years and never, and then finally. 10, 15 years, they got married. It's like, damn, you guys ain't did never play house. You ain't married, wasn't married to her. And she wasn't married to you. You played house. You know, if you got a child and your child sees this, they're going to think it's okay if, you, if they're not taught properly that you can go live with a man or you can go live with a woman and it's okay. The false prophet don't care because the false prophet is about money and fame to show up his brother pastors look what I have you may not have but five people in your church 
but you driving a Rolls Royce, wearing thousand dollar suits. No one's saying that you can't have a job, but you shouldn't be working in your church as if they was uh, they was hoes and you was pimping them out. We gotta have the bake sale for the what? Building fund. We gotta have these special services so we can raise money for what? The building fund. I had to drop this on the first the first uh, episode of season twelve because it is so important. It's just important because so many people are being deceived daily, 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 and no one seems to care. These false prophets are ripping off the black community and the black community has nothing to show for it. Like I say, you're talking about millions of dollars throughout the land. I once saw a pastor in a, do an African ceremony. It was so, it, matter of fact, it was on one of these, it was on, I think it was, it was on uh, uh, Instagram where he's marching through the street and he claimed to raise a man who is in a casket, dead. Say some words, jumbo, 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 jumbo. And the man just raised up on the casket. He's supposed to be dead. False prophet. This is in Africa. Oh, they got a lot of false prophecy over there because a lot of them don't understand prophecy. But see, prophecy, the way these people explain it to their congregants because the congregants read the Bible. They don't study the word to show themselves approved. That's why you could tell a, 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 a congregant of your church because you know deep down inside they're not really studying like you're supposed to be studying. A true pastor don't need to write down no 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 uh no uh no sermon because he already he already has it. He doesn't need to write it down. Because when God speaks to you, you don't need to write it down. But a lot of these people they write down their sermons. Because see, you gotta know how to work your congregation each Sunday. Motivational speeches. What does a motivational speaker do? A speaker do. He gives you a motivational speech that fires you up, like you see in the football in the football game before uh, uh, the game starts. You in the locker room and the pat in the in the, in the, uh, the coach comes in there and he says some mumbo jumbo and gets you fired on you. Yeah, 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 coach. And you go out there and for the first half you may be fired up, and then come the second half that motivational speech done done, done faded off. Or at halftime, he got to fire you up again with some more mumbo-jumbo. But that's what's going on. False prophets. Pay attention to what's going on. I'm not saying this for my benefit. I'm saying this for your benefit. Because like I say, I can pick these people out. I don't go to church no more. Why? Because I don't want to have to pick you out. And I don't want to have to, I don't, I don't want to put you on blast in front of your congregation. Because if I go to a church to visit, because I never join and I see something going on, I am compelled to say something about it. Because if I don't say anything about it, then basically I condone it when I know it's not right. A lot of times there's a point and there's a place to say what you have to say. And I will say it. Because the truth is what we at Real Talk, Rennell's Real Talk, want to bring, don't want to bring lies, don't want to sit up there and give you a motivational speech. A lot of people can take this as a motivational speech. 
that you take it as a motivational speech, but you take it as a speech and you go out there and do something about it. You just don't listen to it and listen to it again tomorrow, then the next day, then the next day, then the next day and do nothing about it. What does that really say about you? I'm not here to motivate you. I am here to help you, bring you inspiration to want to go out there and seek things for yourself. You can't always have somebody want to talk to you and tell you stuff and you don't go and seek out the information for yourself. This is why it is so easy to get over on black folks. They rarely go out there and seek. The fast dollar, if I talk about money all the time, my podcast, let's see, when I started the year, I started off at about 2%. It was like 2.7 plus million podcasts at that time. 2.7 million podcasts at that time. Now, at the end of 2022, I was at top 5% of 3.1 million podcasts. 3.1 million podcasts. Why? I can't really hit the number one spot. I was at 1.5% at one time. The reason why I cannot hit that number one spot, the numero uno, not 1% numero uno, the number one. Why? Because I don't talk about money, 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 money. I don't tell you how to go out there and get money, money, money. I tell you how to survive in your life so you can work hard and go out there and get money. But a lot of people want that money, 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 money. And I'm not going to give you that. Why? I work hard. Whether I work a nine to five, whether I work a hustle, no matter what I do, I work hard. And I've been consistent. That's why I haven't paid rent in over thirty what over three decades. I work hard. A lot of people don't understand that. It's like I'm not a money person. I'm not out there trying to get money from you. I'm not out there telling you, oh, uh, listen, follow. Every blue moon as last year I started only you know, uh, uh, putting out videos, you know, for maybe support. But I don't go out there and ask people for money. I'm not begging you to do anything. I'm passing out information that I can easily get paid for. Easily. That just goes to show you everybody's not trying to steal you, rip you off, and all that kind of stuff. Because I know I have a message. My podcast is not sitting in the top 5% of 3.1 million podcasts for a reason. There's somebody who listens to what I say. Anchor, Spotify, who owns Anchor. The numbers bear witness. I don't know who listens to my podcast. But one thing I do know, it's in five countries. That I do know. Why? So how you know you ain't got no podcast? Uh, because the reception that Spotify has tells me that. So I can only go by what Spotify says because they own the uh, the uh, uh, they own Anchor. And Anchor is the carrier, one of the carriers, I'll say, of my podcast. But that's not even relevant because who cares? The message gets out. It may not be taken as much by my own people, but the message does get out. That's why I don't go around here begging nobody to listen to my podcast. 
It's because the message is going to get out. It always has. Bad people, hey, you know what? Support me. Hey, subscribe to me. I don't do that. I'm not the people who are on YouTube and asking you to do all that. Because a lot of the people on YouTube say the same thing. They speak on the same story. They don't speak on the hardcore truth of what's really happening. They looking for numbers. And if that's what you're looking for, that's what you're about, good. I'm happy for you. But I'm not that guy. And my, my podcast is still successful. Why? I don't have guests, but it's still successful. Top 5% out of 3.1 million. You think about that. If that's not successful, then what is? No, it ain't number one because it's never going to reach number one when you're dealing with a world who only understands uh, material things. That's why you see the biggest churches are the ones who have the false prophets that give out the most inspirational money talk. Oh, I was watching, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to end. I was watching a video once. Dino Jennings' son had told his father about and then they found a video, Geno Jennings, he found a video and he was showing his congregants, it's on YouTube, where you had uh, Creflo Dollar and he had a, visit, a visiting pastor and people were coming up there just dropping money on the stairs. And then all of a sudden, here's the visiting pastor. He was going and he was running through the money and people were bringing more and more money. Because it's like, you're saved, your bills are paid, you're blessed, you're blessed, your bills are paid. And people come up there just throwing money, uh, putting money, laying money down there on the steps. And he's just running through there. And next thing you know, out of nowhere, here comes Creflo Dollar. And he's running through the money. You got two pastors now running through money on the stage. That type of foolishness. When you got people that are starving out there in the streets and these fools are putting on a show. Because this is the type of stuff that these people put on. They're putting on shows for you. The bigger the congregation, the bigger the show. The bigger the congregation, the bigger the take. They're putting on shows. They're giving you motivational speeches. They're not giving you the true meanings. That's why the black community is really failing. You're not getting fed properly. You're getting fed a bunch of garbage, and you're taking that garbage and thinking in the world it's okay. That's why marriages in the black community are failing. I know they're failing all around, but who cares about all around? Why would I care about other groups when mine is failing? I don't. I really, really don't. Oh, you, you, you's a Christian and you're supposed to love everybody. You got people who don't love themselves. When black people start to love themselves, then I'll think about others. But until we learn how to love ourselves, I don't care. I care for people. That's the way I was raised. But until we become a people and learn how to love each other and not just love, support each other. It don't always have to be with finances. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good job, my brother. Support. Everything is not money. But see, everything is taught to be money. So if it's that money attached to it, that's why, I'm going to say this, you have these young girls growing up thinking that a man has to have six-figure pay, uh, paychecks in order for them to want to be with a black man. Hogwash. But that's what you have. Why? 
They are misinformed, miseducated, and need to go back to school to learn something about reality. But this is the world we live in, brothers and sisters. I just had to put it down there because I am so sick and tired of the behavior in the black community in regards to the bull crap that we keep dealing with. And we, we, we pretty much perpetuate that amongst ourselves. It ain't just always white folks. White folks have put it out there so deep that black folks don't know the difference. That's why they constantly put it on each other. And that's a sad thing. But brothers and sisters, until the next time we meet, this is your brother saying peace out. This is episode 261 on Renell's Food for Thought Pod Radiocast. We out. Have a great rest of your week. Until next week, learn the word for yourself. Study the word so you can show yourself approved. Don't be ignorant and be a sucker for the next false prophet to come and take you hook, line, and sinker. Because that's what's happening. Hook, line, and sinker. This is your brother saying to next week, peace out, brothers and sisters. We out of here.